0: Hello, and thank you for tuning into Culture con Papas. This is the sweatiest man in the room, Nikki C.
1: What's up, man? It's Raul. How are you, brother?
0: Doing well, my guy. Doing well, my guy. How are you living?
1: Hey, man, I'm Gucci, fam. But uh, what are we doing this week, man?
0: Oh, man, uh, well, we just want to let y'all know this week, things got a little hectic, so we weren't able to record a new episode. Um, but we did have an episode in the archives which is originally going to be our first episode which is going to tell you how crazy everything is because it was right before everything happened with George Floyd and we felt like it was better to speak on George Floyd for the first episode and the injustices um, that are around the country Um, but we didn't want this episode to go to waste Uh, we talked about some things that were prevalent then that seemed like years ago Mike Takashi and Snitchin.
1: A few things,
0: yeah. Yeah, we definitely touched on a couple things. So we want you to just go out here listen to it. I think it's a dope episode. Keep in mind, again, we thought it would be our first episode, so you're going to hear a lot of introductory stuff. But I think it's a good episode, a dope episode to enjoy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Drop your plugs, man.
0: Yo, 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 yo. Where the hoes? Um, oh, and most definitely. So, I want to say this is a precursor. When we drop our next week's episode, we're definitely going to get into um, Jada lying about August, but uh, Ooh. that's going to come up. But uh, so we gon' we gonna, if you have anything on that, anything, any any views, you can hit us up at culturecompapas at gmail.com. Just the title of the podcast at Gmail. Um, our IG is culturecompapas. Title of the po- the podcast. Um, you can find me on IG at Mr. Chrizzy forty four. That's Fo. and on Twitter at the Cynic forty four. That's T H E C Y N I C K F O F O. Where can they find you, my guy?
1: You can find me on IG, baby, C R M L Boppy. So that's Caramel Boppy. Um, again, no Twitter yet. It's gonna be on the the low low. But yeah, check out this episode. We came up with some funny stuff. I still think it's really funny. Um, But again, it's like a super early episode, super chill. And honestly, man, I think next week's is going to be pretty dope. Oh, yes, sir. Like I said, We're already coming
0: with, with the Will and Jada. So, you know, it's going to be a nice discussion there. Ooh. So, yes, sir. But in the meantime, I hope everyone has a blessed week. I hope everyone is staying safe. I hope Everyone is wearing their mask and thinking about others. Remember, be kind to your neighbor.
1: You're right, brother. You're right, man. You
0: know, is there anything you want to say before we go?
1: No, man. Be good. Do good. Um, yeah. Nothing. Nothing really big this week, man.
0: Word. Well, again, I'm Nikki C. Here with my man. Caramel Poppy. Ooh. Hey. Hey, <laughs> enjoy this motherfucking episode, y'all. Peace. Peace. Yo, what is good, people? This is the podcast with your two favorite part-time deadbeats, Culture Corn Papas, the show about pop culture with some culturally dope papas. I'm the sweatiest man in the room, Nikki C. It's your boy Lord Petty Flacco, A.K.A. Raul. What's up? Look at you with the A.K.A.s,
1: man. How you How you living, man? How's this quarantine been treating you, man? I'm doing good, man. Just you know, trying to trying to keep busy with my little hobbies and stuff. You know, trying to find ways to keep the mind occupied. But uh it's getting kind of light now, man. It's it's pretty good. How are you, man? If I need to fuck with a
0: person, <laughs> you might be talking to him.
1: <laughs> like, Wait, what? Break that down, please. <laughs> I need details.
0: Bro, it's just, like, if there's one thing about this quarantine it's like, you just take for granted, Is definitely getting, like, that unworried pussy. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to have to worry that you got COVID while I'm smashing, like, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs>
1: That's an underlying concern, for sure. I mean, my thing is this, like, <clears throat> I don't know about you, but I'm a, I am was, well, I still am, on some dating apps. And, like, they introduced this whole concept of, like, virtual dating and stuff like that. I don't know if that's even, like, is it even successful? Can you really have a good connection with somebody, like, through a virtual date? I feel like that's weird.
0: All I'm trying to say is I'm waiting for the CDC to say it's cool to have sex with a mask on. Like <laughs> like once the CDC says that or if they make some cloth condoms, I don't know how good it's going to feel, but I'll be right there.
1: I mean, it's not uh you can't can you can you get covid? Can you actually get the the virus from like having sex? From intercourse?
0: I mean, if it's in the air and you're getting breath right in your face when you... So no missionary, then. <laughs> so it's like, I gotta, I gotta stuff your face into the pillow. Uh, actually, i doggy. No. <laughs> I really...
1: Actually, let me see, because I feel like I've seen some kind of like... I feel like the CDC kind of addressed this to some degree. Let me see.
0: Well, if they did, for the people listening, pandemic's not over. Have sex with people that are safe. And have safe sex with people. Make sure you have a gun in the house. Bars I don't know what condoms are <laughs> That's true I mean yeah bro I got two kids So uh, Yeah Pull out game Weak as fuck Hold on Pull out game Mad average <laughs> Mad average mad, mediocre. mad average It took me three years For both kids <laughs> Super mediocre So I'm saying After like It's like a three year spell You know what I'm saying Like I wouldn't I hit the three peat Like Jordan Three years No kid Then it's like Retire and it's like, yeah. bah, bah, then I come bah. back Hit the three-peat again bah. Retire <laughs> Literally my kids are my Jordan story
1: <laughs> Oh yeah so it says It's okay to have sex
0: As long as they don't got COVID I'm Unless just, you into that <clears throat> I'm just making this shit up actually So <laughs> We don't have all the facts people uh, We are <clears throat> Not Experts per se There is a section that says wearing gloves Does that count? You can't get no love without gloves. Everybody knows that. That's true. But man, but man, again, this is this is culture con papas. Uh, <clears throat> we're kind of just coming to y'all. Uh, maybe at the tail end of this pandemic, maybe gonna go on forever. Who knows? Feels like forever. Avatar: The Last Airbenders on Netflix. So who cares? But we we like to talk to you. We're two single dads. We got kids. I'd like to bring a nice little different perspective, maybe to the, to the single dad life. I feel like maybe that that voice is not too strong out there, and hopefully we can kind of take it over and be that voice, be those
1: voices. Yeah, man, for sure. I think uh, I think you and I have like a really good chemistry to where we can balance each other's thoughts and stuff. So I'm excited for this, man. Should be fun. See what
0: COVID is doing to my boy. <clears throat> He's talking about chemistry with me. I know. He hey. On a
1: date. Look, man. It's been a minute, bro. Okay. It's been a minute, man.
0: And you a minute, man. Oh, bars, bars, oh. bars, 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 bars. Did your mom tell you? Wow. Oh, baby. That's baby. All right. Four before we have to throw fisticuffs here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, one thing
0: we want to do on this podcast is definitely um, bring bring some segments. We're going to be incorporating some segments. So, one of the things we want to do or a segment that we have is called These damn kids, just a story, because parents have them. Every parent has it. Every maybe once a day, once an hour, you sit there and you're like, "Damn, why did I have kids? (laughs) Why did I do this? Like, who said this is gonna be cool? Like, and we just want to tell stories about it. Like, for instance, I got a I got a daughter, six years old. Well, I got two daughters, but my oldest is six, and I'm working from home right now. Mm -hmm. Blessings on that, by the way. Yeah, you know, I'm working from home right now, and she will come up to me wherever I am at. Fifteen minute break, Dad, I want to go outside and ride my bike. <laughs> I'm going to take a bathroom break. Hey, Dad, once you're out the, out the bathroom,
1: let's ride that bike. Does she still? Does she like sneak her fingers under the door frame? <laughs> oh, bro, <It's laughs> let's the ride worst. the
0: bike. Let's ride the Dang. bike. She started knocking on the door just heavy. Dude, Penny does the same thing. I was like, oh my god, I can't. And then we finally, after I'm off, we finally go outside. I bring her a bike. It's like, let's go do this. And then she rides it for like two minutes and she's like, I'm bored. And I'm just like, you have to be drunk. to think (laughs) I'm not going to throw hands with you right now.
1: Like, I just can't. Dude, that's how it is. I don't know. What is it with like little kids, man? Like, I don't know what it is, man. They just, there's no, I don't think. I don't think they're used to like I think I think kids are like oversensitized, man. I think like cuz even with my kid, like I have to be careful with how much iPad use like I give her. Okay. How much like screen time she has like with movies and stuff. And I don't want her to be like overstimulated and constantly like her sensories are always like, you know, at 100%. And I think that's like one of the triggers for her cuz I wanted to take her hiking, but I'm really afraid of like Ten minutes into the hike, her complaining like, Daddy, my legs hurt, my legs are tired. I can't do <laughs> this. can oh, you, you know carry me? oh no, it's uh, coming, man, but I remember as a kid, like they used to take me hiking, and like you know, obviously it was like to tire us out because I'm the youngest out of six, bro, so it was like, of course, yeah, can
0: we talk about that that as a parent, <laughs> we just do shit
1: to tire our kids out, yeah, like there's no 100%. other reason that's here that's that's a real talent now, like. Parents who are working from home during this pandemic, it is a true talent to tire your kids out and still have like a sliver of patience at the end of the day. Fam, Bro. Whoever does that, I want to meet you
0: because you need to meet the Pope. We're going to make it happen. (laughs) I need
1: that TED talk, bro. (laughs)
0: Because I I can't. At the end of the day, I'm just like, let me shave my head bald. (laughs) Let me go sit in the corner and weep. (laughs) Like <laughs> sounds personal, bro. I cut my hair, right? Hey, we was attacking you. Oh, okay. We was attacking you. <laughs> Is that what that was? And that's what that was. That's that's crazy, but we really do everything with the with the agenda to get our kids tired. Like, yeah, we want to have nice memories. Like, yeah, we want to go to Disneyland. But in the back of our mind, at Disneyland, when you're walking around, you're like, you about to sleep forever. Like, I'm gonna get to sleep till 10 a.m. tomorrow. Can we?
1: Can I shit on Disneyland real quick? Oh, Of course. course. Look, man. Disneyland monopolized childhood. Like, every kid's childhood. Like, Disney just as a company. Dude. Not even Disneyland. The brand alone. Dude, they own Marvel now. (coughs) They own Marvel. They got Disney. They have Lion King. They have all the major classics. They got Pixar. Dude, there's like they monopolize the monopolize like the entire human experience between the ages of like zero to like twelve, I wanna say. And Disneyland dude, you pay what, almost two hundred bucks per person to get in. To wait in line two thirds of your day.
0: Oh, my favorite thing about Disneyland is that they started selling the shirts like most expensive day ever. Like when what? you like you go to the store, you can go buy a shirt that says, this is the most expensive day ever. Like, Disney is leaning oh, into the fact, like, we're big. expensive. Like, they are uh, not even trying to hide it, and people don't even care. Let me see, what's their stock at? Let like, let see, see what they talk about. For, forget about their stock. Let me talk about the stock of
1: Amazon. <laughs> Yo, This man, Jeff Bezos? Dude, did you hear... I'm sure you've seen, like, the articles. They're talking about him being one of the first trillionaires by 2030, 2040. Bro, and that, to me, first of all, if you're the first
0: trillionaire, that's too much. Because your money can now literally shift the weight of of, of people. Like, your money can literally feed so much. Your money can literally send so many people to school. Your money can literally do so much... Like, I feel like if you're going to be a trillionaire, I'm sorry, there needs to be a call to action.
1: The, yeah, something, dude. Like, you I'm have not, to do more. Like, and I think this is where people kind of consider this to be, like, either, uh, like, I don't know what the proper word or political term is, but, like, they would consider this, like, somewhat of, like, socialism because we're basically taking away, or if we were to impose, like, any restriction on Jeff Bezos, right, we would be taken away from his, like, total earnings, and spreading that amongst people back into the company like it's just too much man like think about it this way this dude was the richest man in the world went through a divorce split his net worth in half and even that half is still number one yeah, he still walked world. out of that divorce a billionaire like dude, yes. after
0: splitting his wife walked out a billionaire he walked out a billionaire dude. and now he's going to be a trillionaire like i'm sorry there's there's such a thing that has to be too much money and I, I get it it's the way that it's the way that the economy runs like you you can make an endless amount of money if you hit it right and jeff hit it right he did bro he
1: did and like i don't know dude i mean is it unethical for him to, not even ethical is it like is it how do you feel about someone like that having that much money like, I don't like it. Like I mean, it look, just seems like a lot. Praises
0: it? to you for doing like putting yourself in a position to do that. Yeah. Obviously, there's not a lot of people, not anyone that put themselves in that position. I feel like even like Bill Gates, Oprah Winfrey, like what are we talking about? Like we, they would just be the economic standard of like rich, at least for like when you're just talking about people who didn't know the business people On the back end. Yeah. Now you got this man coming in here like I'm about to be the first trillionaire.
1: Ah yeah, like I'm. I'm. He probably didn't even see that coming. Cause like Amazon started as what like an online bookstore, right? I believe so. You can like buy shit books or whatever online, and so like, it's crazy to think that something like that, like a company like that pivoted from like what they intentionally started it off to be, and now it's like the leader in e-commerce. You know what I mean? It's it's
0: it's crazy to me, but like you know it's like like i said that money <clears throat> you can literally take like and we know at this point it's not hurting his pockets but you could take a billion i know out of your own pocket a billion dollars and literally like you could go to multiple schools multiple schools in the ghetto like underprivileged areas and like literally set them up because the the problem with these underdeveloped communities, or not lack of privileged communities, not a lot of economic economic growth in these communities. It's just the opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like everyone want to talk about the the America being the land of opportunities. Yeah, but you also have to understand, America is also the land of positioning. Ooh. Like you have to be in a certain position to Elaborate. hit that opportunity. Ooh. You okay. have to be in that position. Like if you're not in the right position, then you are starting on on in the basement floor. Mm-hmm. Well, while, while if I'm coming from a middle class neighborhood, I'm starting on floor 1. Mm-hmm. And if you're coming from
1: a rich family, like if you're Jeff Bezos' kid, you're starting on the fucking roof. See, that's another question too. I heard this question before like is being being the offspring of somebody that was that powerful, that important or that rich is that beneficial or is that detrimental to like the child? It it's definitely
0: <clears throat> in my opinion not expert on this. Yeah. Obviously, I wish I was, um, <laughs> but in my opinion, it's it's always going to be the um, subjected to who's going through it. So, you see, Michael Jordan's kids. Yeah. They're I believe they're all executives at Nike. Are they? Yeah, yeah. They're like high up in Nike staff. I had no idea. Um, and so like, have being that. Because of who their dad was and his his drive, it probably prompted their drive, to, you know, try to go out and create something. But there is, uh, what they all talk about, a certain amount of pressure. Because even if you're not on the court, you have a target on your back because you're Michael Jordan's kids. Yeah. So, I think it's it could be it could be beneficial or detrimental because some people will succumb to the pressure, and some people will rise over the pressure, and that's just everyday
1: life. I mean, yeah, I could definitely see that. I, I just wonder like, I'm, I'm sure there's a ton of them, like a ton of different like, like stories. I wonder who are successful offsprings. Like, who are some examples of that that you've seen that you could think of? Man, that I could think of, and it's
0: probably like only like fucked up. It's like I can only think of like really athletes in that way.
1: That's and true. it's like,
0: did were you <clears throat> like Steph Curry? Like Del Curry was a millionaire. Mm-hmm you know, played for multiple NBA teams and but he didn't did Steph really have that pressure because Dell wasn't looked at as one of those top
1: players. Um where like you have a I mean, but in that case, like Dell Curry, for example, right? He had money, he wasn't like how you mentioned like one of the let's just say like he wasn't like a record breaking like player, right? Yeah. So he his shadow wasn't cast that wide, it sounds, it seems like. So to a certain degree whether or not like I think in that case maybe Steph had like more of a chance to fulfill that shadow and even get past it like he has oh I mean, yeah right now the person I'm most interested in seeing that comes from this is probably
0: Bronny LeBron yeah. James' son and that's because LeBron James they do definitely yeah, I don't like LeBron James but oh. <laughs> the dude's a monster on the court there's yeah. just something about him I don't like but this man you can't argue with the numbers he's putting up um, One of the best players to ever do it. I'm not going to call him the greatest of all time. That reserved for Michael Jordan. Last dance. You'll see why. Yeah. Um. But I think the level of scrutiny that Bronny's going to get, because people watch him right now. NBA players watch Bronny right now at his school. He plays with Dwayne Wade's son, I believe, Kenya Martin's son. Um,
1: oh, but, really?
0: Yeah. So it's like people are literally at that school watching you know Zaire Wade uh, Bronny these dudes have NBA like when you talk about Dwayne Wade probably the third best shooting guard of all time right behind Kobe and Jordan like not in that order but you know so like he has pressure too and so like but Bronny is literally like the greatest basketball player in the world right now playing LeBron James that's your dad there's gotta be an insurmountable amount of pressure on this kid's shoulders
1: dude think about that man like That's a lot of that's a lot of fucking pressure to have, and you're not even like, especially in this world where like everything is so transparent. You can like Google, like in high school, like dude, he's on his way to a sophomore year. Like, I mean, God, I that's a lot of like influence and power that the kid already has, just like him alone. You know, like, dude, if I had like an ounce of the type of influence that that kid had at his age, I don't even know what I would do with it, man. Like, I wasn't even, fuck, man, that's crazy to me shit That's a lot of pressure to put on somebody so early. Like people could kind of break under pressure like that, man. Like Lindsay Lohan, she could not handle that early fame. Imagine like a Lindsay Lohan in these ages like in these times. Like man, first of all, you don't have to imagine. She's out there. She's ooh, crazy. <laughs> like, no, there is, well, yeah, there is a version. What's the name? Uh, Orlando, what's his name? That's a so Raven? Orlando Brown? Yeah. Dude,
0: I uh, what happened to him, dude? Drugs. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Rest in peace, Rick James.
1: Yeah. Cocaine's man. a hell of a drug. But that is crazy to me, man. Like, just seeing the clips, like, him going through the shit that he's going through. And then he dropped that one song. He said something about, like, the world. Oh, fuck. What was, you got to hear, I got to put this on real quick. But I don't like,
0: there was a video that he had where he's supposedly talking about Nick Cannon. Again, my name is Nick. And this man is just like, you suck my dick, Nick. Something like my that, dick. Yeah. You just walk through the store, you suck with my dick, Nick, and I'm like, yo, I'm gonna need you to say canon after that because people are gonna send me this video like you suck with my dick, Nick. Oh god. Oh
1: look, see he dropped a song called Empire. This dude is oh, he's he's I'm not trying to hate, I'm just like, dude, I, I get worried, man, when I see people like oh here. He dropped a song called Coming to America. You, he's, never, you never heard this? He, nah. No. Let me play this real quick. This is kinda rough. Hold
0: on Bro, I never First of all, Orlando Brown is
1: Trippy wa- I just want you to get a little taste He's, and he's in a Oh, look at that costume Ooh. Swag <laughs> He lives in America, everybody Pretty sure this video was recorded in Mexico, though <laughs> Everyone wanna come to America I just I recognize the paletero So
0: That's so foolish That man is so
1: foolish I just
0: But I I feel like He He gets it To a certain point Because today In music In In society You kinda be Have to be outlandish Which like Takes me to the, The This dude this rainbow haired colored dude With Ooh, tattoos all over his face Talk about it Outlandish man oh. Takashi man oh. what, what, what are your thoughts on Takashi <clears throat> man Like what are, you, what are your thoughts about him getting out The way that he's been acting The way that he's been going Like the,
1: just the troll that he's been Because we feed into it so much Look man it's, I'm gonna be I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep it real man Like I'm gonna be honest The kid draws attention Like no other uh, like it, in terms of talent I wouldn't say he's got talent uh, no he is talented but not musically he's talented in the sense of like as like a marketing like consultant he honestly bro he should just go into a witness protection program and then just consult like YouTube influencers and like people like that that's his strength, bro. He knows how to be a troll, how effective it is, and he's comfortable in that fucking, like, in that sense. He's, he's comfortable in that troll mindset. Like, as soon as he got out, he jumped, he already dropped a music video and a new track, which I'm sure he already just kind of had, like, waiting. Yeah. But then above <clears throat> that, on top of that, he did an IG Live, and everybody's talking about it. He garnered 2 million views.
0: Oh man, let's like, let's let's talk about that IG live because one of the things that stood out to me is because there's a thing that even we talk about, even if you're not from the streets, because you get it from the streets. We don't want to co- copy the streets. Don't want to have the struggles of the streets. It's a different topic, but <clears throat> we talk about oh Takashi snitch nine, mm-hmm. like you you snitched. That's it. Like you a bitch. It's over. But what's crazy to me and what kind of Gave him that like you're ready to understand what the villain says, like to understand what the villain is talking about, like Thanos? Oh like you're like you're like, okay, I don't I wouldn't agree with what you did, but shit makes sense. Like, you know when he's talking about like okay, like there's a wiretap saying you're gonna kill me or you're gonna kidnap my mom or you like turn around and try to try to fuck my baby mama, like, obviously these people don't got your back. So it's yeah. like, why should I have your back? If you're gonna give me this energy, why shouldn't I return it and give you the energy right back? If you're not gonna have my back, then let me let me look out for myself.
1: So, so you're saying you were
0: snitched? I'm I you know what? Crazily, I don't know yeah. because I feel like there is a code. There is and I a feel code. like I need to abide by it, but at the same time, if you try to kidnap my mama, am I then I'm? If that's all true. At that point, I have more of a code to my mom than you. If you're gonna try to harm her, I'm gonna do something to make sure you're in jail.
1: <laughs> I mean, okay. I definitely get it. But, like, like you said, there's a code, man. And I'm not saying, like, oh, bro, like, this is that life, bro. You're in that life, and, you know, this is it for you, and blah, blah, blah. You gotta abide by it. Like, no. But, I, I mean, look. Trayway right, was like the, the, the whole yeah. enterprise that he was like... It's Treyway. The, the nine Trey gangsta bloods or whatever. Yeah. Um, like, in my mind, what else did he expect to happen if shit hit the fan? You know what I mean? Like, bro, like, I, I'm not surprised that he snitched. He's got the rainbow hair. He's like... He just... He's a loud dude, but he seems like a soft guy. You know what I mean? I think... Like, <clears throat> I feel like you if you... He's the type, I feel, like he's like the type, if you really push him into a corner, he just, he's all bark. Like, oh, yeah. He has nothing else going for him. You know what I
0: mean? I definitely think what it was is he had the little complex of, yeah. I'm not touchable. Like, you definitely. can't
1: touch me. 100%. Yeah. So,
0: like, he would definitely, and he, he also understood, I think, for for better or worse, he understands the society that we're in. He understands that. He knows we game, are good yeah. for we are good for like you're about to bring drama. We are right there to watch that drama so we can tweet about it and be a
1: part of the drama. He's got. I, I, <clears throat> I will. Uh, yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. He knows how to manipulate this like social media, like influencing kind of world. Like he's definitely able to jump in and kind of. I mean, from the jump, honestly, when I first heard, was it gummo. I think was the first track. Yeah. I didn't not like the song at first, but then it kind of grew on me. I'm like, all right, this this shit kind of goes, you know. And then like I looked up the video for this song or whatever, and then I see him, and I'm like, oh wait, what? I'm like, this is different. It make you okay. feel weird, right? Like, yeah. should I listen
0: to this? I was like, God dang no, hey, This snitches' music. Yeah, was but like, like, five, then you like, shit was hard. This five. track kind of goes. <laughs> this track kind of goes. I'm so uh, conflicted. It's dude. like R. Kelly all over again. oh <laughs>
1: That's a, whole, that's a whole. That's whole other podcast.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa! Survived it. We got to do research for that one, man. Fuck. Hey, man, there's no re- go. Go on Netflix, read the documentaries. I know. Survived documentary. Yo, like,
1: that was real. And like, that, that's a whole other one. But like, going back to Takashi, man, I will say <laughs> this, like, I. I I'm going to let it play out though. I I I already have like in my my initial opinion like I don't I don't really care for his music. I don't think he's like musically talented like that. I think he knows how to troll very well and I think that's his super talent. Um but I mean aside from that like I don't really give this guy like any credibility or anything. I don't even know too much about a situation, and I don't really care to. I just kind of pay attention to, like, the sources that I trust. That's what I'm saying. That's what he does. He That's You don't have to pay attention to the whole
0: documentary. Pay attention or the whole situation. Pay attention to the little headlines I'm getting you. like, And this man is a super troll. Like, first of all, he, really he got is. into it with Meek right <clears throat> off the bat, which was, like, it's a little su- not surprising, I would say, because Meek is just, you know, Meek is that Philly rapper putting on for the street so he's just like you a snitch that's it at the end of the day you snitch but really got me this man came at Uncle
1: Snoop he came at Snoop saying you snitched on Shug calling him a rat I was like what? I was like look at the pot calling the what is it the the the, the pot calling the the yeah yeah, yeah, the pot calling the
0: kettle black god we're not experts on on these old sayings bro they were made by white people yeah bro (laughs) (laughs) but that shit was mad wild to me like you straight coming at, like, one of the godfathers, like, you Bro, know what I mean? And that's, yeah. and that's, like, you saying that on, because Snoop was really with that street shit. So you saying that on him, it's like, you trying to cut at him, at
1: him, because that's, he, he lived by that code. And not only that, but, like, yo, like, if you're going to go at anybody, go, at, go after, like, the R. Kelly type of, like, OGs that we sort of just ignored before, but had, like, you know, everybody kind of knew some shit was going on with them. Go after those types of OGs, the ones that deserve the negative attention. But, like, Snoop, yo, this man was, like, a game changer from the jump. And this dude has, he's, like, transcendent. he's he's combined different genres of music with hip-hop that you would not normally combine. This man was Snoop Lion. This dude dropped, didn't he drop a country track? Or wasn't he didn't doing he, country?
0: I don't even know. He,
1: he was messing with a little bit of gospel. He dropped a, I don't know if it was a corrido, but he dropped, like, a recently, like, within the last couple of weeks, he dropped a Spanish song, like... Dude, this dude, he like he's blending cultures and you want to go after him? Like but the, you got to
0: understand it's like it's not really going after Snoop, it's going at the millions of people that watch Snoop. Like he's just yeah. putting eyes on him so that cuz that's it. Like you're getting the reason why it was so captivating, the reason why people think he signed a deal right when he got out is because no matter what Takashi does, people talk about him. Yeah. And I feel like that was, number one, one of the reasons why, like, they got him off the streets. Like, I feel like Takashi wasn't even, like, necessarily a big blip on the radar until, like, he started coming up. And it wasn't about music. It was about the dumb shit I'm doing, the violence that I'm preaching. And I felt like other people, like, young, impressionable teens, kids, they're just going to be like, yo, I don't even have to be good. I could just start drama can yep. like, just get in So it's like Let's remove
1: a piece off the board That's what I'm worried about man Like he was pretty much like the he's, he's the example right now He's the example that we're gonna be using On like Pretty much how it's Like in my opinion It seems like he's gonna be the example That kind of shows What a snitch can get away with That's what it like seems to be Like And uh, this is a bad comparison I'm not comparing the two musically But there was an era where we used to respect rappers specifically for freestyling. Like you remember, mm. like One Hundred and Six in Park, it totally. would have. Yes, I love that. You know them. what I mean? The basement, bro. Like we had all these like venues where you would practice and like show your skills based off of your 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 ability to freestyle. Now, when Drake came into the picture again, I believe Drake is a goat, not the goat, but he's definitely in there. Yeah. But this man seemingly like with like some of the videos that like dropped on youtube and like world star way back when you would see videos of him pulling out his little blackberry and like literally reading lines off of that phone and i'm not saying like he made it cool to do that but once we saw him do it i started to notice more artists kind of openly you know saying or or, like confirming that either they have ghostwriters or that they write their own rhymes
0: i'm not gonna lie i got the blackberry curve you did? I was writing on the Blackberry Curve, the Pearl.
1: I was a Blackberry Fiend. I was writing on the keyboard. But, I mean, okay, and and that's fine. But, like, again, we used to measure talent based off, like, the ability to freestyle. But, again, once one person was exposed, or let's say he wasn't exposed, but he exposed the world to, like, to the right of the bars mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, in that case, he was one of the first, like, trial cases, we'll say. So, I think, like, Takashi kind of represents this new, like consideration like alright is he wrong for snitching right should he have snitched what would you do in that case I think you know? people are
0: like yo he's wrong but then it's, you gotta just look at like if the <clears> stuff <throat> that he says is true and that's the problem you can't believe him cause he's a snitch but like and you know he likes the drama but like if the stuff he's saying is true like I'm sorry if someone's putting like a, a trying to kidnap your mom putting a hit on your life like at that point I understand it completely when you snitch if that's true if he's just saying that for drama's sake to make it seem like
1: Oh we shouldn't Be mad You know what it might be too mm-hmm. I think the fact that Like something like this Is in In such a huge and such a public eye You know Cause like Let's remove hip hop Let's remove the music Let's remove Let's remove like How this sort of started Right Cause yeah. this all started Because he wanted to become This big rap star And kind of like You know cross wires With like the wrong people Cool But let's remove Like the hip hop And like the 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 not societal the cultural pressures that hip hop kind of applies of like maintaining like you know camaraderie loyalty honor stuff like that like let's remove that a little bit right if this was just any other person experiencing like the same risks we wouldn't judge that person we wouldn't be like nah like you know you know they were threatening his family and this and this we would like find reasons on why we would say like oh well that makes sense he snitched because you know this would have happened to him and his family yeah yeah I get that but because he's in like hip hops public eye he's in the mainstream hip hop now now everybody has an opinion so it's i don't know man i'm trying to i'm trying to be fair but i i don't know i just don't like the guy
0: whatever <laughs> no, man this man only give too much time to this to That's this fair. snitch so like, <laughs> let's 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 hit something else maybe a little more global or at least across the united states of america yeah. and some some places we starting to see uh, places reopen. Uh, specifically, we're in Arizona, and I saw clubs reopening. And not only did I see clubs reopening, like
1: I saw them packed. <laughs> like yeah. So it's I mean, like
0: what, like what, what are we doing? What are we, what look, are we doing out here?
1: Look, man, it's been uh, it's been two months since people have had like real connections. Right. It's like wanting something you can't have. Oh, yeah. And play, on top of that, it's like, there's a sense of risk that I think people are kind of into. Um, not speaking for myself, because obviously I'm here with you. We're both I mean, being I'll
0: safe. A, I'll fuck a girl in public. Like,
1: as long as I don't catch COVID, maybe. you
0: know. I mean, before COVID, <laughs> after COVID. I'm sorry, we're going to have to be on these sanitized sheets.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I'm saying, like, I think people, like, I think... I just think people were itching. They were just trying to scratch and itch they haven't been able to for a minute and people just get excited and I bet you and I bet you it's just a bunch of young ass people just young oh, ass course. people not taking the shit seriously which whatever dude like you know it I, is what it is but I if gotta, the cases rise thing. I'm not surprised.
0: I gotta ask this then because in other places and do you think maybe this factors into to, to our selfishness as Americans but like in other places I believe it was Italy like you would see like They couldn't be around each other, but there was still camaraderie. There was still, like... It was beautiful. Like, they were, like, playing music. And out of, like, one whole apartment thing. It's like, so they're still staying connected. Do we we lack that? Is it because of the social media, like, hitting super hard in America? Like, that we couldn't, like, do something
1: connecting like that? I mean, I'm sure here. Like, we... Italy is like twofold right because like you definitely see the side of humanity where you know you see like the, the connection the unity the like you see it all but on the other side too it's like well you know they sort of became the epicenter of the entire issue because they didn't you know take precautions when they should have
0: oh no of course and so
1: like there's it's it's twofold and I'm not trying to shit on Italy by any means it's just like you know because we saying, like, we once weren't they the best did take either the
0: precautions. once yeah, they yeah, did yeah. like they were it was just saying like I realize with us, it's like we took the precaution, and I feel like one of my biggest fears is for like the people that are still staying aside because they don't wanna they don't wanna catch it. Like Texas numbers are shooting up after reopening; like their numbers cases are shooting up, skyrocketing. Are they okay, really? Um, yeah, and so there's people that are trying to avoid that. At the same time, because you're trying to avoid that, we have definitely I've noticed become way less personable. Um, I feel oh, like as a society Cause okay. like I don't wanna Fuck with people People got COVID I'm trying to stay safe So it's like That's what I'm saying Even though The Italians were quarantined They were still doing stuff Making music together Hanging out with like People off different balconies Like why what, Do we have
1: that Or is it just not being
0: showcased Or
1: I mean I think we do I think uh, And I, I'm not sure If you're like uh, If you're a big fan Of uh, of The Office um, oh, I love The Office. Me too. So John Krasinski actually started out this whole like effort called Some Good News or yeah. SGN and it's basically like a a work from home version of CNN basically. Okay. So he's sitting like in what appears to be like his like his home office and he's just in front of a desk, he's got a camera, he's got two different angles, one straight on and then one off to his left. <clears throat> but basically He does what I think should have been done a long time ago. And I think it's actually like a really cool type of effort that major networks need to kind of follow suit with. He presents a lot of like this, like, uh, kind of like a sense of relief. He basically gave America like a deep breath and kind of let us know like, all right, shit's not so bad, you know? So I think it's every week, but he basically comes up with, like, different uh, topics that, you know, major news outlets won't necessarily touch on. But, like, the um, how they came up with, like, different types of, I don't know if it was, like, new vaccines or what, which is another topic, too. Um, but talking about different types of vaccines that are helpful, that are going to bring the cases down. Yeah. And all kinds of updates that are all positive in nature, which I thought was real fucking cool. Which is necessary in the, in the, in the
0: media, especially when you got the the president that we got. Yeah. <clears throat> um And you got, you know, just people like in the in the media, right and left, you know, tearing each other down. I mean, that definitely. I'm definitely gonna check that out because that sounds dope. You need to positivity in this world because
1: positivity sometimes is hard to come by. It is, man. It's, it's more. uh, I feel like it's it's easier to be negative like it's easier to kind of find the problems and things and i think it's natural for us as like humans just to like find something to nitpick at it's really hard to kind of appreciate something sometimes you know that's why we take a lot of things for granted naturally just in life but I mean, it's it's definitely, like, you got to put in effort, but it's worthwhile, man. Like, especially with, like, a, a pandemic like this, you need positivity, man. You need that, like, that morale. You need to feel that hope. Oh, yeah. And, and the biggest thing that I struggle with during this pandemic,
0: um, my mental health, man. Um, not being able to sit down with my therapist, like, one-on-one. Like, yeah, we're I, I got an appointment tomorrow doing, like, video. Or no, I'm sorry, just doing a phone call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there was like it i've i've backed off of it for a while hoping that i could go into the office soon mm-hmm. to sit down and I'd get that face to face experience cuz i don't know how it's going to be over the phone if i can get it out but yeah bro the mental health that's been so challenging because you know you feel in a type of way and you can't really vent it out with your your therapist so it's like oh shit man like i got to figure out what
1: to do myself mm-hmm. like what steps to take it gets daunting out here It's tough, man, and I think, like, it it definitely is tough, especially for something like that, because, like, I'm with you. I'm the type of person, like, I communicate more through body language, you know, through rather than actual language, you know? Yeah. So I definitely get you there. Um, I think it's just one of those limitations that we've had to, like, I don't want to say endure, because it's not even, by comparison, it's not that bad, you know? Uh, I'm sure people have it way worse than you and I. I. I feel like, at the end of the day, we're lucky, but it definitely is an issue. When you can't fully express these like, these like tense emotions that you feel, you know.
0: Yeah, bro. When you feel like you
1: just gotta, and that's the thing, man. Like that's what I get worried about too. Like just, I mean, you and I both. Like you know, we're both in therapy. We're both constantly like improving on ourselves and stuff. And that's you know, I think that's why we connect so well. And um, I feel like, like I don't know, man. It, it, it's tough, but at the same time, I think. As much as it is a problem It's also like an opportunity for us to kind of evaluate On ourselves to see alright cool I feel like I'm lacking in this area but like Is that something I can fix? You know? Is that something I can develop Within myself to where I don't feel like that's A void anymore And it's yeah. also good cause I
0: feel like Right now You are left to See The bullshit Yeah. Because Now if you're not doing the things that You've always wanted to do with the time that is allotted to you now. Mm-hmm. Now you just know you lazy. You really don't want what you want.
1: Ooh, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you lazy. You don't really
0: want what you it's want. It's like it's you...
1: like putting a mirror to, like, your your passion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Ooh, you, got, was... you got this time. You got this time. So it's like, but it's... if you're not grounded for it, then really your passion isn't your passion.
1: But even then, even then, because I hear like contradicting opinions on that too, right? Okay. Like essentially taking advantage of like every opportunity that's available, if it means like improving on like your passion, your your work or whatever it is, right? Your interest. <clears throat> there was a post, and I'm sure you've seen like the meme or whatever. It says this one person on Twitter posted like, "Oh, if you haven't you know worked on your hobby or, or started making money or generating income off of like your passions or whatever, like it was saying something along those lines. Like if you haven't done this already, then you're basically failing or whatever." Um there was harsh. That's what I think too. I'm like, look, to some people this like me, I'll be honest with you bro, like I play Fallout, you know what I mean? So oh, yeah. like post post-apocalyptic anything, I'm ready for this shit. All right? Ooh. You you saw my pieces, you know. I
0: stay strapped, bruh. But um condoms. <laughs>
1: everything uh but i'm saying like yo like i'm not saying i was ready for this like i was looking for it but like i wasn't ignorant to it i had an idea of what i would do in case you know xyz happens or whatever so generally speaking i had an idea i wasn't prepared but i was like ready somewhat but i'm saying like there's other people that like they they they're not there yet man like it's it's and even though they want to focus on their passions or whatever maybe they weren't prepared but like they they have their own struggles, you know, and I don't want to judge them for not being able to, like, peacefully approach or even start their passion, you know? So oh, of course. It's I like...
0: Mean, it's, it's different situations. I guess what I'm saying is, like, if the time is allotted to you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you're home, you know, your kids go to sleep at a certain time, you know, like, for instance, my kids pass out at 8, 8.30. Mm-hmm. So if I'm up till 10.30... You know, it's kind of about now I got to prioritize, like, I want to write more. I want to get better at writing. It's not necessarily I'm trying to get it monetized. That would be dope if it does. But it's like, I need to get better at it. I need to learn, like, to properly (laughs) punctuate to make sure my vocab is dope. So Mm -hmm. I've been writing every night. Like, I'm not putting it anywhere, but I just write, do myself a quick journal. Sometimes I post it on my blog.
1: So, but even on that note, like, do you feel like you've been put in positions yet? To where you've had to like have you I got let me ask it a different way. Have you felt an obligation yet to continue to pursue your passion yet? Recently? Like have you felt obligations to do so? Oh yeah, I feel obligated for myself. Okay. Um
0: because I feel like I'm in a I'm in a field, I'm in, I'm working um in banking and it's not something I wanna do. You know what I mean? So it's like, I want to get paid off my own creativity. So it's like, I have this time. So it's like, I feel like it's an obligation to myself. You know, Like that, that's it. Like, obligation to myself and to my kids. Like, yeah. I told my daughter, like, I'm going to do something I'm happy with. And she checks in on me. She's like, Dad, whatever you're doing right now, are you happy? Are you happy with what you do? And she checks in on me. And I'm like... Dude, that's beautiful, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, so it's like, Dude, I she, feel that she's, obligation.
1: She's like, she like, she's self-aware like that? Yeah.
0: She's like, you told me you're going to be happy with what you're doing. Are you happy? And so I'll tell her, like, you know what? Like, I'm getting there. Like, I'm happy with
1: the uh, extra stuff I'm doing, and I want to get paid for that stuff. And She, actions like that, dude, shout out to you, man. Because, like, actions like that, to me, that's, people want to say, like, oh, you know, to be a good parent, you got to do this, this, this. Like, yeah, like, a lot of what they say is true. But there's, like, these, like, in this case, like, you, I'm, I'm assuming that was with your oldest, right? Yeah. Like, well, my yeah. I, don't th- I don't, I don't think, know yeah. my yeah. I don't here. think she's talking like you. are a yeah. genius if you own that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I know, for real, huh? I'm gonna put you in Harvard right y- now, <laughs> Yo. No, but I'm saying like, I think that's a a clear example of like, of a of how you should be raising your kids. Like, that's the best example I've heard like in a long time. Cause like now you're you're raising a person, a human who's like self aware, who's focused on like personal, not satisfaction, but like feeling whole. You know what I mean? And if that's like her immediate like, if that's her immediate question to you is like, are you happy with what you're doing? That's that's fucking beautiful, man. That's like the yeah. that's like the starter kit to living happily. Like
0: like I hope that just for her translate to her when she gets older. Like I'm gonna be happy with what I do, yeah. like making sure whatever I do, I'm happy with it, and that's what I want, and that's why I want to show them. That's why I feel obligated by all
1: this. Like, get in, get in the work, put in the work, hundred percent. Like I um I mentioned to you, like I'm trying to get into. Like Stoicism or whatever. And, like, there's a couple of books on, like, that help you kind of, like, look at a situation objectively where they tell you, you know, remove yourself out of that situation. Don't take it personal, but look at it objectively and decide, like, all right, this is what happened. You're not responsible with how you feel. You're responsible with how you respond, right? So then Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about shit. Like, uh, one of the the quotes that I read kind of touches on what you mentioned. Um, I have to double check. I think it was Seneca or Seneca. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. I'll look it up. Um, but he said you're gonna suffer one of two pains, either the pain of discipline or the pain of regret for not going through what you wanted to initially. And so it's like you gotta pick your poison, man. Like we're all gonna go out one day, so you gotta suffer either in the sense of like discipline, or you gotta suffer in the sense of like regretting never taking that chance. Never doing it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I'd rather suffer the discipline. That's me.
0: That and that's. That's what this whole quarantine, I mean, is showing me, um, is that, is that, oh, so that's what, that's what this whole quarantine is showing me, man. It's just like, make sure you're just putting in the work, like with everything that happened with Kobe, the biggest thing I took from Kobe, rest in peace to the Mamba, rest in peace to the little Mamba, uh, for Gianna, um, (laughs) The biggest thing I took from him is that he said, "You don't enjoy the end. The end just means you 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 succeeded. Enjoy the journey, enjoy the work, enjoy mm. the grind, enjoy every day waking up and trying to get better, trying to get closer to the, what you're trying to pursue." And like that's really what I learned from him. And even watching the Last Dance is what I learned from Jordan. He wanted to be, you know, a winner, the best. The, the best. He wanted to just win it, everything, and so what he do? He went to the lab, made sure his body was right. He stayed on the court, practiced like Kobe. He would stay overnight practicing his craft because yes, it sucked. He probably wanted to sleep so many times. He probably wanted to go and take ice baths. He probably wanted to go and just like watch TV, but he understood like I'm putting in this work because I'm going to be the best and it's not about where I'm ending. It's about getting
1: there. And see, I think that's beautiful, man, because it's like it definitely is a journey. It definitely is like a marathon. But like i think a lot of us myself included can kind of learn from people like that when you have a clear goal in mind because like these both of these dudes they knew that they wanted to be the best in their craft right they knew that that craft was their world and they wanted to be the best in that world so i think like people could definitely achieve something like that as long as they actually line out what they expect or what they want to be the best in you know But I think this is what the the pandemic kinda served. I think this quarantine, this, you know, stay at home order gives you at the very least the opportunity to even if you're not doing it today, even if you're blinded, let's say, by Netflix or whatever, fine, so be it. But in the moments where you're mentally sober and you're just like sitting there wondering, take that opportunity, man, just think about like yo, like how your daughter asked. Are you really happy doing what you're doing? You know? Exactly. Get into it, man, but I think it's beautiful, man. But shit, let's
0: start wrapping it up here. You got any words of wisdom to end out on?
1: Let me yeah, man, let me refer back to that same stoic principle, man. Just, you know. Or here. Let me let me drop in a little bit of stoicism and a little bit of J. Cole, okay? You're either gonna suffer in discipline. You're gonna suffer the pain in discipline or the pain of regret. Pain. In the words of J. Cole choose wisely. Goddamn. And
0: that's a bar and I'm trying to pull up the book here that I really think um, you would enjoy. Uh, It's called Stillness is Key. Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday. Uh, He definitely goes into a lot of uh, stoicism there. Definitely talks about being still as an art form and like how to be still in life. Definitely good book. I definitely recommend it. I read that shit. I'm trying to be still. So I recommend it. But uh, what I want to leave out on here myself is that we talked a little bit about mental health. May is Mental, Her- mental um, Health Awareness Month. Um, so please take care of yourself, especially in these times, especially with so much uncertainty in the world, um, especially with so much hate in the world. Please take care of yourself. Get yourself, you know, like therapy doesn't mean you're crazy. There, Everyone needs therapy. Mm-hmm. The brain is a muscle that we need to work out. Mm-hmm. So please go talk to someone. Um, go see a therapist. Check your health care. Like, I didn't know my health care covered my visits until I actually looked into it. So please do that. Um, but other than that, where can they find you, my
1: guy? What's up, people? Um, you can find me at... at... Caramel Poppy, and that's at C R M L P A P I on I G. And I'm embarrassed to use my Snap uh username because it was like way back when. So I'm not gonna hand that out. So <laughs> I G only,
0: okay? You know, that's the caramel penis. Oh god. Ooh boy, but you can find me, I G is N- Christ forty four. That is N as in Nancy. C H R I S T F O F O, on Instagram. Ooh. Ooh. The Cynic forty four on Twitter. That is T H E C Y N I C K F O F O, on Twitter. Yeah, man. And then I'm also gonna post in the bio. I'll post in my uh Be Humbled
1: uh blog. If you guys want to check that out, please do. Yo, shout out to you, man. Like you, you could definitely see the development in your work. But, bro, you got a talent for that, too, man. Hey, thank you, man. Do your thing, bro. Hey, please, please check it out. It's a good read. You have a shit ton of topics, too. So, like, and it's already, you got, like, quite a few in there, too. So, I'm sure people are going to be able to pick it apart. Oh, yeah, man. I'm starting to journal, too. Get a little more personal. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I see you, bro.
0: But, all right, y'all. This is the time where the part-time dads are going to go buy some cigarettes. But don't worry. We'll be back on our scheduled visits. On our scheduled visits. Uh, So we'll be back with some more dope-ass thoughts. This is Culture Con Papas. Thank you.